Okay, uh, welcome back to Force Football Facts. This is our second bonus episode. Today we'll be talking about rounds two through seven of the 2020 draft. So we'll just jump into it. I'm your host, Zachariah. With me, as always, is Colby. Hello. And Tyrell. What's up? And back again for his very extensive draft coverage is Rocky. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> so we're just going to jump into round two. We're going to be looking at some of the highlight players and some of the teams that we want to talk about. Nothing. So, much <laughs> so today, instead of going through each player individually, we're just going to look at the highlights. So some of the teams and players that we know, some of the skill position players, and probably all the Redskins picks. So let's <laughs> jump into that. We can start in the second round, all the running backs that got drafted. DeAndre Swift, Jonathan Taylor, uh, Cam Akers, and then one more, A.J. Dillon. Four running backs to the second round. That's a lot of running. <laughs> yeah, DeAndre Swift is obviously, I think, the big one here. Um, you know, kind of dispel carry on Johnson in Detroit. Uh, I, a lot of people thought he might go in the first round, but it ended up going to uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire in the first round. But a uh, solid pickup. Not much else to say there. <laughs> Yeah, I do have to say, you know, Swift seems like a last name for a wide receiver. Um, and that's that's my high-dollar input for you there. <laughs> Don't worry. He's he's probably fast. He could be fast as a running back. Nothing wrong fast. with that. <laughs> I could probably get outrun by most of the offensive linemen in the NFL. So I would what assume mean, he's pretty fast. What do you mean most? Who could you, who could you beat in a 40? Um... I don't know, man. Like if they're Bill Belichick, like, yeah. If he was an offensive <laughs> lineman, I guess. Yeah, uh, if he played in the NFL, Tyrell, he'd definitely be he's involved in, the NFL, in this race. Exactly. I, I think if Laramie Tinsel tore his ACL, and then I got to race him in the forty, I would beat him. I mean, not by much, but I would beat him. He had to tear his ACL, trip and fall because he set up some trip line that only you know where it is. Yep. <laughs> Exactly. And Claymore's explosives. I mean, I'm not going to make it easy on him. You know? Yeah, I don't really know many of the other players in this round. I know KJ Hamler. He was pretty good at Penn State, wide receiver, to the Broncos. They're definitely mm. filling out their wide receiver staff. Yeah, for sure. Given Drew, Drew Locke, no, no <laughs> question whether he can be the quarterback after this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's got to do his job. Um, another big name I see is Xavier McKinney, uh, safety from Alabama, went to the Giants. A lot of guys thought he was a first-round pick. I guess he ran pretty slow at the Combine. He had leg cramps or something, but definitely a really good safety, so they're finally trying to do something on defense. Probably the worst defense in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> I entirely see the other player from Penn State, pick number 38 overall. Number 38 overall. Yes, please. Which, which pick is he? Oh, yep. Okay, it says it right there. Look at that. Wow, interesting. Okay, so Penn State. What's DE stand for? Defensive end. Defensive what's his end. name? I talked to you about this one when he got picked. You did. Uh, you tear gross matos. That's nice. Gross matos. It's almost like a complete sentence in Spanish. Sure, it would sound better if a Chihuahua said it. So. Probably sound exactly the same. <laughs> you quiero Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, that one. Uh, I don't. I don't think he's Spanish, but hmm. I mean, at the well, end of the day, who knows? <laughs> you know, just um, based on his position and, and him going to the Panthers, like the Panthers understand there are um, other positions on their team, or do they just think defensive ends um, play all the positions? I don't. I don't know. What's going on? Like you take a high round defensive end, and maybe this is for depth. But why would you take a second rounder? I would. I mean, I would wait until like the fourth or fifth. But um, I don't know. Is he that good, Rocky? Yeah, I mean, he was one of the higher. This wasn't a very deep pass rushing defensive end class, but you know, he was he was in the top names talked about, and their first round pick, uh, Derek Brown. Uh, he's more of an interior lineman, probably more like a three technique in the NFL. So. I mean, they're kind of the same thing we talked about last time was 
They're just trying to get some actual players on defense. Okay, okay. But yeah, I just <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. I just uh don't want um to let the Panthers think that I thought they had a good draft, you know? <laughs> <clears throat> well, you want to take everything from them? Kinda, yeah. Like yeah, yep, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, kinda Your do. Team having a good draft, Kobe? No. We're no. gonna talk about that later because he doesn't have a, right. the Redskins don't have a second round pick or didn't nope. a second round pick. We but, sure uh, didn't. Who is this? Uh, Trevon Diggs. He went second round, cornerback from Alabama to the Cowboys. Stefan Diggs' brother. Mm-hmm. You can tell Stefan is obviously the older one since he got the fun position and Trevon got the defensive one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he. I think he said on a pre-draft interview he had, he would have no problem locking down his brother. So hopefully they play each other. I'm not sure what the schedules are yet, but that'll be a yeah. lot of fun to watch. Jalen Hurts, quarterback from Oklahoma and Alabama, went to the Eagles. Backup Carson Wentz. Yeah, did you see that uh, that NFL memes uh, meme that they posted about this? They were like, if you look at the uh, Eagles roster right now, it literally it literally says Wentz hurts for the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's, it's it's not ideal, but I mean, Hurts is a good quarterback. Let's see how he does. In the- NFL. Hopefully, yeah, I think well. we hit on it a little bit last time, but you know, obviously, they don't they don't have a backup. Carson Wentz has not played a full season yet. I don't think maybe since his rookie year, but no, he's he he has had four seasons under his belt. He played every, he started every game in two of them. He mm-hmm. played almost every game in a third until he tore his ACL, and a fourth he missed a couple of games and got knocked out of the playoff game from right. a dirty hit. So it's, it's not like he's injury prone. Just yeah, yeah. I I never thought he was really injury prone. He just got some bad breaks, but yeah, like a backup quarterback. <laughs> plus, they can use him in a bunch of other ways too. Yeah, maybe they'll start running wildcat. Yeah, there was a joke the other day of Hertz running Philly Philly special or Philly special <laughs> at Oklahoma. <laughs> so he's gonna have no problem on that. I'm not <laughs> huh. Huh. All right, All right, Cole, yeah. you ready to talk about the Redskins? Oh yeah, we didn't want to talk about anyone else. Not really. I mean, uh, we could talk about Trent Williams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could. That was a uh, a weird, a whole weird, really weird situation. For for those who don't know, uh, specifically Tyrell, um, Trent Williams is the was the uh, starting left tackle for the Washington Redskins, uh, and he was awesome. He was, I think, the fastest and or maybe not the fastest, but the most agile lineman in. The entire NFL, Redskins uh, medical staff um, kind of botched a situation with Williams. He had this like growth on his head, and they kept saying, "Oh, it's fine, it's fine, don't worry about it." He went to a like a private guy to get it examined. Turns out it was cancerous, and uh, if he hadn't had it removed like that day, I think uh, it might have gotten <laughs> into his brain or something like that. Oh. So he was he was pretty pissed at the redskins and we got rid of our entire medical staff and even after that he wanted more money so we've been trying to get rid of him trying to trade him i thought he was worth at least a second round pick apparently not 49ers got him i think for a fifth round pick this year and a third or fourth round pick next year um but uh that makes sense though because he knows kyle shanahan uh mike shanahan uh was there i think trent williams uh, second year in the league, and Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator. So it makes sense. Um, I don't even know who we got with the fifth pick. Honestly, uh, as soon as I saw the first pick we took in the third round, which was some kind of wide receiver running back hybrid, I was like, okay, we're just going to give up after Chase Young. So I kind of just stopped watching. But, <laughs> yeah, so that's what happened with Trent Williams. Took us a center with that fifth pick. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's kind of what happens, though, because he kind of had all the leverage. He said, I'm not playing for you guys. And then they tried to trade him a couple times, and he turned down the trades, basically saying, I won't play for that team either. So, I mean, that's that really drove his price down for the 49ers, who had an awesome draft now that they added him. <laughs> yep, yep. It's just, I mean, I, I wish I could say it's all on Trent Williams, but it's definitely a, a major dysfunction with the Redskins. You know, we have these players where it's like, no, we don't want to get rid of you. You've been here for so long. You've done so well. And then, you know, they don't kind of feel the same way about our organization because we're a bunch of fuck ups. So, 
you know, it's it is what it is. I like Trent Williams a lot. I hope he does well in San Fran. Um, but I think he's probably only got like a year or two left in him. He's pretty injury prone. Look, man, not to pile onto the Redskins, but their third round pick is one of the funniest player descriptions ever. So apparently he's a hybrid receiver back, but he's only carried the ball 33 times in college, his college career. And it says he's not a great route runner. So apparently he's a hybrid because he's not really good at either position. Yeah, uh, what I read is he's the most explosive player in the draft. Uh and the Redskins are super lucky to get him. But yeah, looking at his stats, it's like, okay, I, I understand taking someone on defense, you know, because if they're a hybrid, like linebacker safety, even if they were switching around between the two, they know how to tackle, right? <laughs> uh, I just hope this guy knows how to how to catch the ball. Um, and God, yeah, I'm just, I'm interested to see what they do. Apparently, uh, Scott Scott Turner, our uh, offensive coordinator, really liked him. So it's good to see kind of a, uh, a connection between the front office and uh, what the coaching staff actually wants. Whether that's a good thing or not uh, with this pick, I'm not sure. But it is nice to hear that, um, you know, one person isn't making all the decisions. That's, that's a plus from before, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because Bruce Allen, I'm pretty sure, would just sit up in whatever office he had looking down on the draft and be like, well, that <laughs> guy, I guess, and just everyone would be like, no, 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 that guy works here. And he's like, I don't care. I want it. <laughs> yeah, it just it was a whole shit show. All right, Tyrell, you want to read pick number seven for the third round? Can uh, Justin, wow, Madubuiki. <laughs> nice. Madubuiki. Nice <laughs> yeah. Uh, defense tackle for the. I can't even see that. It's your favorite quarterback's Baltimore. team. Baltimore. Baltimore. Yes. <laughs> you know, I've been thinking, Tyrell, maybe maybe Baltimore should just be your favorite team. I mean, because mm. just hating the Packers isn't really like a football team. Kind of is, though. That's fair. He, he's <laughs> fair. a fan of 31 teams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More to love. What can I say? <laughs> yep. But going to him, I think that's a pretty big pickup for them, especially in the third round. A lot of guys were seeing him, you know, at the same level, you know, probably a step under Derek Brown, who went in the first. And I can't remember the other D tackle. I think he ended up going in the second. But um yeah, a lot of guys saw him as a first round potential. I'm not sure exactly why he slipped. I'm sure there were some outside things, but it's another good defensive pickup for the Ravens. All right, move it on, Tyrell. Pick number 15, please. Number 15. Javon oh, no. Zuniga. Where'd you get the N in the first name? <laughs> oh, Jabari. Wow, wow. <laughs> I need to put my glasses on, guys. <laughs> I merged the, uh, the R and the I. Yeah. It's close enough. I'll give you that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Fair. I don't actually know any of these players, so. Yeah, I pick up on a few of them. I didn't really pay attention as hard after the second round. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just. Oh. Just what? Oh, no, I was, I was just going to say, like, um, for the uh, for the Jets, yeah, defensive end in the third round. Um, I didn't I didn't get a chance to see what their second round pick was. But uh, was that a was that a big problem for them? Their their uh, defense? I thought their defense played a lot better than their offense this year. Yeah, it definitely did. Their offense just has no weapons. I think they, yeah, I think they ended up getting somebody in the second round. They picked up um, wide receiver Denzel Mims. Yeah, who was another guy that was talked about kind of in that top five range for receivers. But, yeah, yeah, defensively, I feel like you just can never stop adding pieces. Kind of like you see most teams draft an offensive lineman every year. It's just kind of positions where you need to keep adding depth every year. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I just, I don't know, like, what is the, you know, because in most drafts, I feel like there's not a huge gap between, like, people going the first uh, and and second rounds, but is there, like, a big drop-off after the second round or um, or anything, or does it really vary uh, per draft? It really varies. It's hard to get, especially for, like, skill positions and stuff like that and maybe, like, outside linebackers. It's hard to build up stats, especially in some college systems, so you don't get a ton of film. 
um, but you get enough to where a team will like you and maybe your name drops to the fourth or fifth round, whatever. Um, and you're, you're really athletically gifted enough to play in the NFL, but it, it's just hard for teams for you to get your name out there and teams to take a good look at you. That's where you find a lot of those guys like Austin Eckler, who was undrafted, stuff like that, where the scouting department did a really good job finding them, but they knew they didn't have to spend the draft capital to get them because other teams probably weren't doing that same homework on them. Mm-hmm. All right. Terrell, I'll give, you, I'll give you a fun name to read. How about number 19, 83 overall, center <laughs> to the Broncos? <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> Nice. Lloyd Cushenberry, the third. (laughs) (laughs) LSU player, again, of course. Yeah, LSU tied a draft record with 14 players selected. Hmm. Insane. (laughs) I mean, there's a reason they won the national championship, right? Yeah, in my five years of playing college football, there was one person from my team that was drafted. He was the second to last pick in the draft, and he just bounced around from practice squads most of the time. A couple other guys ended up playing, but in five years, I played with one guy that got drafted, and these guys have played with probably, by the time they're done, some of these freshmen will have played with like 30. <laughs> huh. Yeah, it's insane how much talent's around them at all times. Yeah, that's crazy. Huh, let's see. Are there any other fun names? Is that... That's what we're doing now. Tyrell, can you say number 30, the tight end who went to the Packers? Josiah DeGarara. <laughs> hey, what's hey, funny about already. this is the Packers literally picked every offensive position except wide receiver in this draft. <laughs> literally God. every single one. It's all right, they signed yeah. Devin Funches. <laughs> Godspeed, Devin. I think Funches. they're set. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Like, I wonder. I mean, they, they have to know something we don't know. Like, the GMs have to know something we don't know. Like, they're, they're planning a trade or something like that. Because some of these picks just, to me, just don't make sense. Uh, especially the just Packers. Hope Aaron Rodgers could carry a group of terrible receivers to the promised land. Well, they actually said this year they want him to throw a lot less this year. They want to run power run and play action. They don't want him throwing very much. And the their thinking is that'll make him more impactful than him throwing 50 times a game and, mm. you know, trying to win games 27 30 to 30 or whatever. They're, they want to make it more of a power run game with him trying to make more impact throws. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. What Devontae Adams can do with that, I don't know if these tight ends are any good. Um, but I, that was their kind of thinking behind this draft. Hmm. Okay, let's move to the fourth round. You know my favorite part about seeing the Redskins have the second pick in each round? The fact uh, that they're the second worst football team in the NFL last year? <laughs> we were only the, oh, yeah, we were, because the Bengals were worse than we were. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You're worse yep. than the Raiders or the Giants and the Dolphins. Hmm. That's Man. embarrassing. That is pretty bad, but uh, you also have to realize we're the Redskins. And yeah, uh, you're you're worse than a team that had its quarterback break his back. Who was that? <laughs> Matt Stafford. Oh, he broke his back. I thought he broke his leg. No, he had some fractured vertebrae that he played yeah. through for like three games, and then they're like, "You can't play anymore, dude." Yeah. <laughs> they had to play some guy named David Blau, who yeah, nobody they, had ever heard of before. You guys actually drafted a quarterback in a semi-high draft pick. They had no one. <laughs> yeah, but we and did you were beat somehow the worse Lions. than them. But we beat him. Yeah, we lost every other game. Well, <laughs> I mean, we won four games. I think that's that's pretty damn good for a team that loses its coach like not even halfway into the season. Uh, and yeah, I don't know, man. Just like, ugh, fuck you. All right. <laughs> like, so what do you think of Sadiq Charles? So uh, I do actually remember this pick uh, because this is immediately after the Redskins traded Trent Williams uh, to the Niners. They were like, oh, well, here, we'll just slap this already sopping wet band aid onto uh, the left tackle position. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what this pick is to me. It's like, I get it. LSU was great this year. Um, 
And, you know, obviously, you know, you don't get drafted unless you're competent in some way. But I I just feel like it's just going to be another term, term style, you know, at that left tackle position for the Redskins. So. Hey, ESPN gave it one of the highest grades in the fourth round. So. Really? Yeah. I can't really find anything else that's that close. I mean, they give the Bengals a, a, a similar grade, but everything else is magnitude lower. So can someone explain to me, like, because I just clicked on his name, and it says uh, position rank, overall rank. Okay, never mind. I figured it out because I said it out loud. Never mind. <laughs> there you go. So, I mean, but, his uh, overall rank was 84, and he got on with pick 108. So if you look at it just like that, good pick. You've got value there, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, my biggest question, especially with Redskins picks, is uh, why was that guy there available if he was so good? And uh, especially with teams who needed left tackles earlier in the draft, you know, just just a uh, food for thought, a caveat, yeah. if you will. Yeah, yeah. Tyrell, you want to check out the tight end who went one eighteen overall to the Broncos? Really, really helping Drew Locke here. He has no reason to not succeed this year. Holy shit. Good luck on that one. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Albert Akwuegbunam. <laughs> Tell me, you, yeah? had such, you had such confidence halfway through that name. Such confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Albert. And I was like, oh, he's got this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was pretty confident about that first name. That second one, though? No, not as much. <laughs> so much. Yikes. Yeah, how is it? Akwegbunam. I hope he makes plays this year, and uh, and and the announcers like just have to say his name so many times. I want to hear how other people butcher that name this year. <laughs> oh, wait. Let's look at, at 126. The Texans picked an offensive tackle who has the most... Texan name I think I've ever heard. Oh heck. Charlie Heck. Man. That's that's pretty good. <laughs> that's right up there with Colt McCoy. As a Texan name? That is a Texas name. Yeah. Hey, Colt McCoy did go to Texas. Yeah, so, and he checks warmed out. warmed the shit out of that Redskins bench when he was there. <laughs> yeah, because probably could have started and you guys would have done the same. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to talk about your other pick this round, Colby? Yeah, I uh, was scrolling down. I'm looking for it. Uh, your other wide receiver pick? Yeah, let's see. Antonio Gandy-Golden. What a name. Throwing wide receivers at the problem until one sticks. Okay, I'll, I'll give him this, though. This is probably the most under, underrated wide receiver in this draft just because he played at a smaller school. Dude's an absolute freak. He's been doing gym net. He's like six. I can't remember what his height. He's 6'4", 223. He does gymnastics. Uh, he's bowled to 300. He can solve two Rubik's cues at the same time. Dude's just a, <laughs> like a freak of a human being. <laughs> Man. No, Much his highlight tape was insane. Oh, really? Yeah, I might have to. I might have to look at that. I will say though, I'm gonna be pissed when he's like wide open in the end zone. He drops a pass. And they're like, "Why? Why didn't you catch?" And he's like, "I was trying to solve two Rubik's cubes at the same yeah. time." I was working on some astrophysics in my head. I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah. I'm sorry. The fact that he dropped the pass would mean he got a good pass in the end zone, wide open from your quarterback, <laughs> which is not how gonna happen. So you don't have to worry about him dropping anything. Bruh. If he even gets on the field, I'm gonna be surprised. Like. <laughs> For some reason, everyone seems to forget we have Terry freaking McLaurin, who was like the best wide receiver rookie last year, aside from maybe Metcalf, maybe Metcalf. And I only say that because he got into the playoffs uh, and because McLaurin had no one to throw to him. We what also about Steven... Debo Samuel, who literally made the Super Bowl? Or Hollywood Brown? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just don't think they had as big of years as Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin, I think... Uh, led all rookie wide receivers in touchdowns, or maybe he was second. Um, or what about AJ Brown? Yeah, nope, not not as good <clears throat> as McLaurin. I'm I'm telling you, I'm not, I'm not just making this shit up. Like this, but is, I mean, who else do they have? Well, they also have Stephen Sims Jr., who was uh, our punt returner, 
kick returner, and also uh, he played in and out of the wide receiver position. And he had an awesome year, too. He was at a Kansas State, I think. Um, and then uh, after that, we have Kelvin Harmon. We took him third round last year. Uh, I didn't see anything that was too great from him. So, uh, you know, I guess it's understandable that we need a little bit of depth, but I feel like we're just going all offensive weapons here when we don't have a single corner anybody has ever heard of. On our hey man, you don't need corners if you have a bunch of wide receivers. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna just try to win every game, 35-34. Yeah, right. No, no, no. Every possession has to be a score, 72, <laughs> 58. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, I don't know. I didn't know that uh, about this guy though. That that's pretty uh, crazy insight. Did you ever yeah. did you ever play against this guy, Rocky? Uh, no, Liberty. I think they ended up moving to FBS sometime while I was in school. But they're East Coast. We don't play a whole lot of East Coast teams here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just watching them. They they did a whole thing on him during the draft. He was a freak. <laughs> you right huh. there, Tyrell. <laughs> yeah, we're good. <laughs> uh. Well, yeah. Well, cool. All right. I'm well. I'm I'm happier about that than I was, I guess. And yeah, I'm happier. Pretty solid. Hopefully, you can crack in there. You, you, uh, that was probably my favorite pick in this whole draft. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm blushing. I'm a sucker for small school guys. Yeah, yeah. My ex was the same way. All right. <laughs> yeah, he was a small school guy too. <laughs> <laughs> the only other highlight I see here in the fourth round is Jacob Eason going to the Colts, which I think is probably the perfect landing spot for a guy that people were so up and down on at quarterback. Mm. He's just kind yeah. of a physical freak, but really sloppy, really low uh, completion percentage, but big arm, can run around, and get to play behind you know a seasoned vet for at least a year. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I feel like the Colts have been great ever since I've been watching football, but now with everything that's happened with Andrew Luck, uh, I'm kind of wondering what's going to transpire, you know, with Phillip Rivers going there and everything. Yeah, we'll see. I think they're really well coached and a really well-run organization. Um, But when your star quarterback uh, retires right before the season without any warning, it's really hard to plan for that. So they did the best they could. I don't think Jacoby Brissett's a long-term answer for by any means, but you know, they, they were kind of thrown into the blender there. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 something. All right. On to the fifth then, or anything else? Yeah. Well, I guess do it up. Cool. So uh, in this round, you guys had 11th pick in this draft. Or in this round, because you guys traded the other one away. So, yeah. Kenneth Ismail. Ismail? Ismail. Ishmael. <laughs> center. Thoughts? Concerns? Um, yeah, thoughts. I thought our center play last year was lacking a bit. Uh, it'd be good to have some depth there. Um, you know, like Rocky was saying, you know, you pick up offensive linemen, uh, you know, at least once a draft and then, you know, drafting someone to address the Trent Williams concerns and then, uh, you know, having someone else because it, it feels like, you know, even before Jay Gruden uh, was our coach that our offensive line just gets hurt like every single year. So honestly, if we would have t- taken Chase Young and then all offensive linemen, I would not have complained. Uh, <laughs> but obviously you can't do that. So. Hey, Tyrell, can you read the Patriots pick for me, please? Pick number 14. He's a kicker. 14, and he's a kicker. Hold on. Yes, place kicker. I get ready for this. Hold on. <laughs> Man, just spin out the first day with so much confidence and trickle your way into the second. Yeah, just jump into it. We're, we're in the fourth round, yeah. No, fifth Wait, round, buddy. Fifth. We're in the fifth round. Woofta. Checked out, huh? Computer's doing some things. Blame it on that. Like, seriously, my mouse is not working. Oh, hold on. Okay, well, we'll just move on. Uh, I don't know anyone else in this round. No one else. Uh, Crazy. uh, Jake Fromm finally went. I don't know what the Bills thought they were going to get out of that pick. Hmm. Yeah, who backs up Allen? Uh, um... Matt Barkley and somebody else I, I can't think of right now. So, I mean, he's basically they're seeing if he's any upgrade from those guys. There's someone else that 
you guys would recognize the name, but I can't think of who it is. But it's, <laughs> I mean, a very low ceiling quarterback. Who on the Bills? Who uh, yeah, said? Jake Fromm. Uh, Matt Barkley's their backup right now, and somebody Josh else Allen. I can't think of. Yeah, but I mean, as a backup, he's definitely oh. not going to take over Josh Allen. No. But, but uh, Tyrell, are you ready to read your name? Yep. So that'd be Justin Rohrwasser. <laughs> Nailed it. That's and it's no surprise to me that the Patriots picked a kicker in the fifth round. I mean, they didn't have as much success this year with kickers, right? Yeah, Steven Guskowski got hurt, and I think they released him at the end of the season. Yeah, something like that. But uh, you have a second pick in this round, Redskins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shit, I don't know if I want to try to say this. Uh, Kalike Hudson. Um, <laughs> outside linebacker. Um, kind of strange. <laughs> strange pick. Uh, you know, we have Ryan Kerrigan, and then we also have Ryan Anderson, who we took in the second round out of Alabama, uh, I think two years ago. Uh, and then we also have Montez Sweat, uh, who we took in the first round last year. And then we just drafted Chase Young. Uh, I mean, so Kerrigan, Sweat, and Young, it's three first-round draft picks devoted to outside linebacker. Um, and I guarantee we have at least two or three other outside linebackers. Um, so I'm not really sure what we were trying to get uh, here, um, unless Rocky has some insight that I, I'm not seeing. Yeah, I, I don't know much about this guy, but just based off his the kind of scouting report here, it seems like he's more of a play-in-space type player. I think the Redskins run a version of the 3-4, don't they? Uh, actually, we did, um, but now that we have Jack Del Rio, it's going to be 4-3. So. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he'll probably play more in that uh, weak side linebacker position, more kind of out in space, probably less of a pass rusher type position. So, uh, yeah, there might be just some depth in that area. Huh. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But uh, once again, not a single <laughs> cornerback taken uh, yet. So uh, they must, like, like I said, I mean, there's no way that you would hire GM who doesn't know what they're doing, right? Like, like there's no way, there. in my mind, there's no way humanly possible that I could know more and a guy who's literally the general manager for an NFL football team. Um, and I don't know that any of you can give me an answer as to whether that's right or not. I would just hope and assume that. What, that what team correct. are we talking about? The Redskins? And, no, just every team. Like me. Well, I mean, if we're talking about the Redskins, you could probably hire people a lot dumber than you, man. It is the Redskins. They are yeah. cursed. Uh, Dan is, Snyder just needs to yeah. get his whole shit out of running the organization, just be an owner. Hire smart people and let them run it because uh, I can't remember who posted it. It was a, another guy that d- does a football show and he was talking to Kyle Shanahan. He's like, So, what was your favorite part about working in Washington? He's like, Oh, you know, the coaches, the players. I just had a blast working with those guys. And they said, What's the worst part? He said, Everything else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, you know, no hard feelings towards Kyle Shanahan either um, or his dad. I feel like since I've started watching the Redskins, they were probably the best coaching staff that we've ever had. You know, like injuries were at an all-time low. The draft picks were great. Um, Chris Thompson was drafted under Mike Shanahan, and we just got rid of him, like like this, uh, th- just now. Like, we just now. Yeah, just after the season, right? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. So, I understand if there's bad blood. I, I feel like in the NFL, there's always going to be some kind of bad blood, and I'm sure most guys kind of put it behind them, but Redskins, you know, we like to leave scars, leave them deep and make sure you remember us. <laughs> hey, you guys just trade with your old coach or old assistant coach, right? Yeah. Uh, office. Yeah, I think Tim Williams hire... kind of forced that one. Yeah, what? I think he did. You guys should hire Vince McMahon as your GM. <laughs> <laughs> I would do that just so I could laugh. I mean, you know? he's... He's like a professional at taking subpar broken football players and making them into something. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, The Rock, because uh, The Rock was um, was on practice squad for a while, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 I'm sure and he I wasn't know... the only wrestler, too. Yeah, there's another dude that played for Miami and won a national championship. It's a wrestler or something. No, I can't remember who. Uh... Well, doesn't matter. Let's move on to <laughs> round six, unless... 
You guys all set? Uh, the last point I have is just Bradley and I, uh, defensive end out of Utah, take him with the last pick in that round. He was, some people projected, a mid to late second rounder. He fell all the way to the fifth, so that's probably a pretty good pickup for them. Hmm. Do you think sometimes they just like forget guys or like still in the draft? Or do you think people are so focused on what they're doing that maybe that's why these guys drop is because it's like, you know, we have needs we need to address, and so we're not going to worry about that guy, and by the time he gets to the late round, they're just like, yeah, oh, shit, that guy's still there. I think definitely after about the third round, kind of in that zone, uh, teams start drafting more for need. Um, and some guys they'll have, like, you know, originally high up on their board, but maybe they have an injury history or, um, you know, a character issue or something like that, so they'll take them off the board. But then they'll be like, okay, if he falls – enough to where we're not investing a lot in him we can put him back up and take him so obviously the cowboys i don't know if he has a a character issue or not i don't know much about him but uh obviously the cowboys don't have issues with that kind of thing so (laughs) (laughs) yeah well wait i don't know because like randy gregory i remember that was because they took him in the first round and then he was like a giant flop i guess he's starting to get back playing now but all the uh, substance abuse and then, um, you know, just the Cowboys, I try to make sure everyone knows they're just, they're not good people. Jerry Jones <laughs> is a horribly mean woman. And I just, I don't know how anyone could watch that team and not just vomit in your mouth continuously. I'd rather sit here and listen to every other team in the NFL make fun of the Redskins than the Dallas Cowboys. Because, uh, you know, fuck them. <laughs> That's fair. Yep. Hey, Tyrell, you were looking at round six pick six in that round what position does he play without without expanding it what position is ls pick number six ls is long snapper hell yes i know (laughs) i sort of know this guy too i think i know his i think his brother is also a long snapper um went to some camps with this dude yeah long Uh, snapper from long snapper university yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) witty I now, think the last I saw his brother plays for the Bills. He's also a long snapper, but just a family of awesome long snappers, I guess. So do you know anything about him? What makes a long snapper a good long snapper? Give us something yeah, about long snappers. Question. There's a couple guys that have been drafted over the past couple of years. One dude got drafted from Baylor. I don't even know if he's still playing in the league, and this was only a couple years ago. He mostly got drafted because he made a long snapping like trick shot video. <laughs> Or he's knocking over cups from like the upper deck and stuff. But I don't know what it takes to get drafted. Usually those guys are uh, working out at camps and stuff until a team's long snapper either gets too old and too expensive or hurt or something like that. And the team will bring in just kind of the next best guy they can find. Um, Come down. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what it takes to get drafted. If uh, if I knew that, I would not be doing the show with you guys. Wait, what? <laughs> That's fucked up. So you're telling us you would you would big league us? You dick. Oh, for sure. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, this is probably not on your things I wanted to do with my life list. I'm I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, no, it is interesting. I know you've told me you've met uh, Nick Sunberg uh, for the Redskins. Um, I, I met him once. I got his autograph. Uh, and, um, yeah, honestly, sometimes I'll look at long snappers and they seem very skinny uh, compared to, like, regular offensive linemen. Is there, like, a reason for that? Because they're not offensive or? linemen. Offensive linemen have to be 300 pounds because they got to block all the time. Long snappers got to block for half to a quarter, or quarter to a half of a second on punts and yeah. barely have to do anything on field goals because you can't hit them really. So they just kind of have to stay in the way. But yeah, uh, mostly you want them sort of like a linebacker, tight end body type. Mm-hmm. You got to cover kicks, cover punts, stuff like that. Um, that's what they used to do. They Long snapper has only been like an actual position group in the NFL for a couple of years now. Uh, they usually oh. just took a linebacker, a tight end, and taught them how to snap. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Huh. I always figured like that that center and long snapper were there wasn't that big of a jump between those positions, but I guess, I guess there is uh, then. Yeah, yeah, there. I mean, some centers will do like field goal because it's 
a pretty similar type of snap, mm-hmm. but usually it's, they're not really comparable. Huh. All right. Well, good to know. I, I, I'm glad I'm no longer ignorant of that information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no one's super fun in this, in this, uh, round pick 31. Tyrell, you want to, you want to go ahead and try that one? Put your microphone close to your face, buddy. Unmute it, buddy. Okay. Wow. Can can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Can you hear me now? Okay, good. Pick 31, offensive tackle. Prince Tega wanna go home. (laughs) I wanna go home. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, people are saying he's he's good ranked. So, I mean, 91 overall somehow. He dropped all the way to 210. According to ESPN, at least. Hmm. Huh. The other one I was seeing, uh, picked by the Browns. Where'd he go? Oh, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Like two years ago, I think as a freshman or sophomore, people thought he was going to be the top wide receiver in the class, in his draft class, you know, a high first round pick. I don't know what's happened since then. Because uh, he, you know, obviously dropping all the way down to the sixth round. But he was kind of that, that specialist wide receiver, running back, kick returner. I think he played on defense some too. Yeah, um, he, he yeah. was one of the best or better kick returners in the league. Yeah, or in the Big Ten at least. Uh, yeah, it says here on ESPN that uh, he he's not as fast, I guess. Mm-hmm. So d- doesn't have the top end speed uh, and production. So yeah, his, yeah, his production seemed to go down because I feel like I used to hear his name all the time, and I don't remember hearing it the past couple of years. Hmm. Yeah, not I, at all. I never heard it at all. So. <laughs> you don't like college. It's not that I don't like it. It's that imagine if you took the NFL and then just added 200 more teams and then tried to learn all their names. I'm sorry. You're telling me you wouldn't want to watch that many more games every week? I also don't like the fact that defense is usually not. Have you ever watched the SEC other than the past two years? I don't even know what that means. You're speaking Chinese <laughs> right now. <laughs> Look, you know the school Joe Burrow came from? Yeah, Long Snapper University. Yeah, yeah. They were known as a defensive school. Like I remember one match against Alabama. I think they lost nine to six. Huh. Yeah, that was in a national championship game. I think well, I think the national championship game was a little bit more. I think they no, beat I Alabama. I think LSU beat Alabama in the national championship nine to six. I'm almost positive. I mean, I, I don't know. But recently, there was a. I don't think. I don't think they recently in our lifetime LSU has beaten the Alabama in the national championship. Hmm. But uh, check. <laughs> yeah. All right. You know what? I'm, I've moved on to this the seventh round here, and I'm looking at Washington's pick, and this guy is rated. Uh, 229 overall, and they picked him at pick 229. Which guy? That's, oh, that uh, guy. James, James yeah, yeah. Smith-Williams. Uh, also, Just go over Cameron Curl. Is he irrelevant to you? Uh, did I? You oh, did? I guess he is irrelevant <laughs> to me. Um, Pick the hey, safety? Cam. Yeah, yeah, we took a safety. That's good. Um, I because I think uh, yeah, we got rid of Monte Nicholson. He was our free safety. You know, we have Landon Collins at strong safety. So this guy will probably probably add some depth to that uh, free safety position. Um, I'm sure. Uh, it's crazy to me to think that at the beginning of not this season but last season, uh, you know, we had DJ Swearinger at free safety and he was balling. And then at one point we had Haha Clinton Dix and DJ Swearinger, and our defense got worse. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's, yeah, that's the most Redskins sentence I think you could ever say is like we had the two technically at the time best ranked safeties in the league. And then, uh, you know, we just flopped on it. Probably Maybe that's how the Redskins pick just based on the ESPN overall ranking. <laughs> I, think, I think it might be. Uh, actually, like, <laughs> the guy in your league just auto drafting. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I heard a rumor once like because I'm on this Redskins page on uh, Facebook and uh, you know it's like it's like a, a fan page and so like it's all fans talking about shit and someone tweeted at um, one of our Redskins analysts and was like hey do you think uh, Dan Snyder and Bruce Allen have like fake Twitter accounts and read what 
people you know say about picks and stuff and the guy was like yep yeah, I, I can almost guarantee that they both have fake accounts and they go through and look at what people are saying and I mean, I guess that's good. You listen to your fan base, but some of us don't know what the fuck we're talking about. So I hope they don't listen to everyone, you know, <laughs> but uh, definitely this draft for me, even if these players are like the highest ranked, um, you know, for their positions, it just, it's kind of a head scratcher because we really needed a tight end um, and we really needed some corners. Uh, I You can say we needed a safety, sure. But uh, then to take a defensive end, uh, in this draft, uh, in the seventh round, it's kind of mind-blowing because our defensive line is unbelievably stacked. Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, two first-round picks, plus we have Matt Ioannidis. He's uh, at a temple, but he led the team in sacks last year. Uh, every position along the defensive front is a first-round pick, plus depth is just outstanding at those positions. I don't see why you would take this defensive end and just not address almost any of the other needs you have on the team. And I would also would have liked a, a better running back because Darius Geis gets hurt all the time. Long snapper university. You know how it goes. <laughs> hey. Oh, also the Alabama LSU in 2011, 2012 season, LSU beat Alabama in overtime nine to six in the regular season. Alabama beat LSU 21 to zero in the national championship. That's right. That's right. Oh. That's right. You got me there. <laughs> but uh yeah nothing nothing crazy this round you had two uh, picks talked about them both yep one i see popping out to me is eno benjamin the running back from arizona state another guy that they thought would be one of the top couple running backs you know obviously after the first kind of first second round guys and he ended up going in the seventh i think that's a really good pickup for them hmm. um just to kind of give Kenyon drake a break he's sort of the same type of back really fast really good out of the backfield uh, as, uh, as a receiver. Hmm. Yeah, and then pick 250, Tyrell. Pick number 250. Yes, please. Wow. Tremaine Ankrum. Perfect. Okay, another <laughs> Clemson yeah, guy. Good. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah, like has been good. But, uh, uh, I was looking at the Raiders draft picks over the past two years. I think they got two or three guys from Alabama and like five or six guys from Clemson just in the past two drafts. It's not that surprising, is it? Well, no. Like I'm not. I'm not really complaining. They're, they they yeah. except for uh, what's his name, the defensive end that they drafted fourth overall last year. He's kind of I want to say quite a bust. He's just not fourth overall material, but. Other than that, they uh, they seem to be doing really well. It's just kind of surprising. Well, not surprising, but interesting that they only pick Clemson, LSU, Alabama, <laughs> so a couple of South Carolina guys, I guess. Yeah, I know that the almost the entire Redskins defense now is uh, Alabama. I mean, because the entire front line pretty much is Alabama, and then our middle linebacker Reuben Foster, and then um, you know for a while when we had. Uh, I literally just said his name. Haha, ha, Clinton Dix. He was from Alabama. Um, yeah. I, I, do you think teams are doing that a lot more now? Like just kind of setting their eyes on one college team they want to be like and then picking from that team? No, it just breaks down to who's good at recruiting. Like obviously Nick Saban is a defensive mastermind and he's a really mm -hmm. good recruiter. So obviously a lot of good defensive players are going to come through Alabama and like Urban Myers is always good at recruiting, so obviously a lot of players. And Devo Sweeney, people want to play for him. You always have some of the top players in the country, so it makes sense that and the top teams, yeah. From the NFL side, too, like if you're kind of torn between two guys, you know, same position, maybe there's two really good safeties or whatever, and one guy played at Memphis and the other guy played at LSU, you're like, well, the dude at LSU I know has been coached really well, and he's won a lot so he knows how to win we don't have to teach this guy how to win yeah okay and then one last question uh do you think parents know like oh my kid is definitely going to get drafted into the nfl like when they're naming children um <laughs> some of these some of these names uh 226 arlington hambright what <laughs> what and after that lachavius simmons I just, if if your kid doesn't go into the NFL, like what? It, where does that leave them? 
You know, like no one's going to hire you. I wouldn't even hire you if you if you were trying to apply to McDonald's and your name was Arlington Hambright. You're <laughs> you're a walking meme. But uh, whatever. I'll bitch later. <laughs> you'll you'll yeah. be upset at these people's names later on your own time. That's yeah. good to hear, man. You have no idea. I'm just going to go through this list and be like, that's a stupid well, name. That's Now you know name. when you have kids to name them something cool so that they can get drafted. I thought Colby White. I thought that was like pretty, pretty stellar. I was like, yeah, I could definitely be like a, a fourth round punter, you know? But that uh, definitely sounds is... like an uh, inside linebacker that the Patriots, Patriots would pick up as an undrafted free agent. Yeah, you know, and I've gotten a couple <laughs> calls, and I'm not saying <laughs> I'm going to do it, but I'm not saying I won't. Couple from, from who? Just Bill. You know, he. I think you just go to the phone book, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> What's yeah. the whitest guy I can find here? Colby yeah. White. <laughs> Boom, let's oh. call, give him a call. That's must be why Tyrell never gets class. calls, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tyrell doesn't get calls because his name is, is too generic. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, and then Zach, he just gets calls from Spanish soccer teams. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, is this Zachary Fossey? Yes, we would like you to come run in circles kicking a round ball. For several hours, and we'll determine your skill, and pay you millions of dollars. Hey, it's a good job. It's a good gig. It's a good gig. What yeah, do you want to say? Yeah. Congrats <laughs> on that. Yeah, congrats. congrats. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm a. I don't have anything else. I just have two small school guy shout-outs here in the seventh round. Ben DiNucci, quarterback from James Madison, won a national championship. Broke up the North Dakota State's. A run of national championships there. I think there are eight in the last nine seasons now have a national championship. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ben DiNucci, or not Ben DiNucci, uh, Derek Tuska, who's a uh, outside linebacker from North Dakota State, who I played, and he is an absolute monster. Who mm-hmm. definitely could have played, you know, D one somewhere. Um, they have another outside or linebacker this year that just transferred, I think, to Alabama, so or LSU, one of those two. Um. But yeah, just small school shout out. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, Rock, Rocky. How? And hopefully this isn't asking too much. How close do you think you were to getting to getting drafted? Do you think you were on some lists? You think you were? Uh, not to getting drafted. I wasn't even close. I don't know how those guys creep up that list, but uh, I was told there's like one kind of main. Um, he he coached in the NFL for a long time. He's a special teams coach. And now he does uh, specialist camps for kickers, punters, and snappers, trying to make it to the NFL. Um, hmm. Went to his camp, his combine. He basically told me, give it a couple years. I got to get bigger and stronger. Um, <laughs> just, just, you know, kind of the nature of moving on to the NFL. But he said, give it two or three years, and he thinks I can make it. But then I stopped working out to take a break, and I realized how much my body actually hurt. So I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm done. <laughs> Hey, good for you. Good for you getting out while you can, man. There's no reason to, to fuck up your body for people's entertainment. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah I, know, I know you're waiting for a punchline there, but no, I was just like legitimately like good for you. for the joke. Andrew's <laughs> luck. Luck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew's luck. Luck. Andrew yes. Luck's luck. That was really hard to say. That was harder than it should have been. <laughs> Andrew's lucky luck. That's a white guy with a really white guy name, and you messed that up. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! All right, well, that's it for our second bonus episode. I uh, hope you enjoyed our draft coverage and learned something, maybe, or learned how to say some names, courtesy of Tyrell. <laughs> uh, you can check us out at Facebook at Force Football Facts Podcast and our website at forcefootballfacts.com to see all our latest episodes. Also, anywhere you can listen to your podcast, you can listen to us. Please rate us, review, and thanks for listening, guys.